This is a presentation of Dawnforge Productions. You're listening to All Things Azeroth, episode 650, Funny Garbage Titles. Today's sponsor is Audible. Get a free audiobook download at bit.ly slash atabooks2019. That's bit.ly slash atabooks2019. Over 200,000 titles to choose from for your iPod or MP3 player. We're also sponsored by Funko, maker of the world's broadest selection of vinyl figures from pops to dorbs, rides to mugs, and so much more. Check them out at bit.ly slash Funko ATA. Coming to you from the exotic land known as Canada, eh? You're listening to another episode of All Things Azeroth. Now we present your awesome host, the always stalwart and honorable Maedros, the commander of the fell and master of demons, Thandeth, the non-vegan meat shield, my warrior brother, Toasty, and the high priestess of the Everlight, Allie. She ain't from Canada, but it'll work. It's the internet. Just go with it. They are bringing you your news from the world of Warcraft. This is All Things Azeroth. And welcome back to All Things Azeroth, your World of Warcraft podcast. I'm your host, Medros. And with me, I have Toasty. Hey, Toasty. Oh, hey. Why are you posting an image of a file? Well, you, you were mentioning that you keep a lot of things. I am just showing that I also keep a lot of things. I was simply stating that I keep every... Like, I don't delete the show files like i you do not want to know how big the the folder is that i use to store all the all the show files in like when you say all the show files like, i'm saying mean... every every side of every show for the last 600 plus episodes wow so all the things as i've said in chat yeah that is literally all the yes <laughs> Including that that massive that massive show, uh, what was it episode five hundred where we had how many people did we have on that show? There were I at least five. Don't remember. It was a lot. Wow. I, I, like I said, I keep everything. I mean, I can't really argue with that. When I left my last job. Um, I, I went through the very cathartic exp uh, experience of deleting all my emails because I didn't care anymore. And when I got to the last email that was stored on my on my Outlook account, I'm like, oh, this is from two days before I started working here. Like, oh, yeah, April 5th, 2000 and... No. When did I start working there? 2007. April 10th, 2007. Or 2007. Yeah. Yeah. For some reason, I thought they were there longer. I don't know why. I was there for about 10 years. Hmm. But you've been at IQ for three years, four years now, isn't it? Uh, three years. Okay. Anyway, yeah. Enough about my work history. Indeed. Uh, and we also have Allie. Hey, Allie. <laughs> Hello. And how are you today, Allie? I am happy to be here. Um, I'm a little sore. It was a very, very busy weekend consisting of all day Saturday helping some friends move. I'm pretty sure I sweated off like 10 pounds alone. And then Sunday we went to the Renaissance Festival, which again, so much fun. But after 
moving people all day Saturday and then walking all day Sunday for that. I was like, my, my body today is a little, a little sore. It's not happy with me. But the good news is, is I bought a pirate hat at the Renaissance Festival and I feel pretty good about it. I'm utterly shocked to hear you bought a pirate hat. I know, right? Well, like I have one, but it's like a super like kitty cartoony kind of pirate thing because well i'm i'm a preschool teacher so if i'm gonna be a pirate for you know the halloween party i have to be you know cartoony pirate but i'm working on putting together like a legit really just for lack of not trying to swear a really really good outfit (laughs) so i'm uh you know like every year kind of add a little something to it and this year it was the hat so i'm pretty I'm pretty happy with that. So was this the uh, which Ren, which Ren fair was it? Because I know somebody, one of the cosplayers that I follow, works there occasionally. It's it's the main Colorado Renaissance Festival. Okay, so yeah, I think I, I'm not saying she was working there this weekend. Which awesome. Oh well, maybe maybe I saw them. You never know. I'm first of all, I'm very jealous. We don't. We don't <laughs> I don't. I don't think we have anything like that up here. Um, Medra's correct me if I'm wrong, but like a run fair sounds like a lot of fun. It's always it's, up my oh own. my gosh, it's so much fun. It's just so much geekiness and awesomeness in one area, and it's just a great time. I love it. Yeah, like uh, on top of all the like the cool little like Renaissance cosplay stuff going on. Um, one thing that I've noticed in following the Critical Role cosplay hashtag on Instagram is that there's a lot of Critical Role cosplay that happens at Renaissance fairs. I'm sure. Like, they, they lend themselves to that kind of thing, so. Yeah. Yeah. I want to go to one but one day. It's, uh, it's so good. I really enjoy people watching when I'm there because you do see the real you see the ones that people kind of threw together and you know they're having fun so you're you're happy for them yeah and then you see the ones where people just they have spent time and years putting this costume together and it's just amazing and i love just sitting back and looking at them all it's awesome plus the the food's really good and uh fun times that's one of the best things about nerdy events like that like blitzcon rent i would assume comic cons like that's my favorite thing to do just to look at everything that's going on yeah totally I, I, when i'm at those things i mostly keep to myself because that's just how i am but i'll sit down and just watch all the cosplay going by oh wow that that like that dude's leather armor looks freaking fantastic or that that prop sword is great or and that that's a cool yeah. that was a, or there's the ones that are obvious closet cosplays but it still looks fantastic. yeah it still looks great for sure it's like i wish i could pull any of these off <laughs> uh just to let you know we actually do have a uh, rent fair in winnipeg it's on august 17th this year mm, at what? coronation park and it is a uh pirate viking steampunk Ooh. medieval festival that's amazing that sounds so good well 
I actually, I think there's a picture here that I think somebody on the show would really love to see. Uh, copy image. I think, I think I'm going to go to that. That sounds like a lot of fun. Yeah, it does. Go and take pictures. <laughs> a little inflatable boat. Yeah, so that was that was a lot of fun. And there's little, some that's really like awesome. Huge. That's huge. Eh, fair enough. It's a jumpy, it's a jumpy castle kind of boat. It looks like a lot of fun, actually. <laughs> but uh, it's cool because there's you know. some great performances and stuff, and you know, comedy acts and that kind of thing too. And there's this one group, and for life me, I can't remember their names. I may have to look it up. But they're basically awesome Scottish band that does like amazing rock so good <laughs> stuff with, between their drums and their bagpipes and stuff with like oh. flame and everything too and it might be Tartanic Chris I, off the top of my head I can't remember but it's oh it's so good and so they were there again I think they've come like er, every year that I've seen lately so um, Celtic rock is so like I oh, love Celtic it's rock so good it's so epic uh it makes me so happy and you hear it like on the other side of the festival even it's just so cool and there's one band that used to play at one of the watering holes that i frequented when i was younger um they're called dust rhinos man <laughs> fantastic group dust so rhinos are good. pretty awesome um i actually worked with uh, one of the guys at my last job I, I, I ran into him when i was outside for fresh air and like you look familiar where have I seen you before? And he's like, have you ever watched Dust Rhinos? Yeah. Well, that's where you saw me. Uh, alas, I am 100% sure, certain that I will not be able to attend the Swords and Sabres Festival this year. Oh, so um, my my husband, because Chris in uh, chat has asked me about it, um, my husband, who's sitting actually behind me listening, <laughs> says their, their name is actually Celtic Legacy. Okay. So you should look it up. They're on YouTube and stuff. It's pretty awesome. All right, I will. Hi, Mr. Alley. <laughs> I will tell him you say hi. <laughs> Anyways. Yeah, let's, let's, let's maybe talk about, you know, wild stuff. Or Metro's this week. Oh, yeah. Did we talk about uh, Metro's this week? I feel like we didn't talk about Metro's this week. I, I don't think we've talked about anybody's week so far. No, I, I just we... did. <laughs> we, we talked about our IRL weeks, but what about our, our WoW week? What have we done in WoW? Yeah, how was your week in WoW there, Ali? Um, it was not as eventful as I would have liked. Between, I had to work overtime a couple of days, and I had a very, very big episode this week on my show, and you know all the business of the weekend. No, I cannot fly yet, Zeph. I uh, I feel really behind right now. I barely got to play this last week, and that's not normal for me, and I'm not very happy about it. But between, you know, podcasting stuff and IRL, that's just kind of what this week was. So uh, my, my gaming time over the weekend was non-existent, and my sleeping time over the weekend was non-existent because of my show. But you know what? This week is a new week, and it's going to be an easier week, and I get to game, so it's all okay. But I did get to go see the raid on Tuesday, and we downed the first two bosses, 
So it was really cool to be in there and experience everything. I finally opened up Mechagon. I haven't done much in it after opening it, but I have opened it. And that's about it. <laughs> yeah. This week will be a better week. So would you say that you were prepared for your Dungeon Tables episode this week? I was prepared. Okay. The hours allotted to me to work on this episode were not prepared. I don't know how time could be not prepared, but time was not prepared. (laughs) Time can definitely be not prepared. uh, Yeah. Yeah. I get to sleep tonight. I'm so excited. (laughs) (laughs) Someone else should talk now. Okay. All right. So my week in WoW was actually really eventful. So as I talked about in the past couple of weeks, like I I decided that I'm going to start raiding again. So I I did the one week of raiding towards like, um, it was two weeks ago at this point. And we just did Dizzy Valor and struggled on blockade for most of the time because blockades blockade can be a tough fight and didn't help that that five of us were probably not as prepared as we could have been whether it was like gear wise or just knowing the fight all that well so you know it took it took the entire raid week but we got it down as far as I know, they extended that lockout, and they ended up downing Jaina on Heroic. But I wasn't there for that. I had a bunch of real stuff. Uh, this week, we, I was able to jump into Eternal Palace. And boy, boy did we ever jump into it. So, <laughs> uh, we got Savara down. We got Blackwater Behemoth down. Got Radiance of Ashara down, Lady Ashvane, and Orgoza. And then nice. We, we spent, well done. I want to say we spent about an hour and a half on Queen's Court, and that's that's that that that's sucky fight. Uh, yeah, not seen it yet. The, Supposedly, my raid cleared five bosses when I was gone on Sunday. Nice. So I've not seen Queen's Court yet. Yeah, Queen, like Queen's Court, if you if you don't execute that properly, you end up with a lot of stuff on the ground. Welcome to all of raiding for the last couple expansions, my yeah. friend. <laughs> yeah. But in addition to that, there's a couple weird abilities. Like, uh, there's one, I forget the name of it, but basically it makes it so that if you cast the same ability twice in a row, you get stunned for two seconds. Oh! For healers too? For everybody. Oh, I don't know. No, no. Yeah. <laughs> I don't like that. Our, our druid loved that because, you know, like, Riju is a thing that he casts a lot. Yeah, I mean, oh, I'm going to have to play around with that one. That's going to be interesting to heal. Yeah, and for me, like, like uh, most of the time for Fear Warrior, I don't have to worry about... There's very rarely a case where I'm where I'm hitting thing hitting an ability multiple, like two times in a row. The only time that would really come up is uh, when is the odd time that all my stuff happens to be on cooldown. Then I spam whirlwind as filler. So thankfully, it wasn't happening to me too much, but like it was still happening regardless. 
I'm sure for some of the other people, that was that was not great. I I I don't have as much experience with some of the other classes as I used to have, but if I remember right, Arcane Mage does doesn't like is very much a repetitive rotation. Uh, Fire okay, Guardian Druid I think also has a fair amount of like same ability spam. Yeah, yeah. So a lot of adjustment for people. Uh, that 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 encounter that mechanic specifically i mean there's other stuff that's very much standard raid uh mechanic you know find this circle and stand in it don't move move you know stuff like that stuff that we're used to dealing with and like just it's a matter of us getting used to all the like how everything interacts and making sure we're reacting appropriately to everything that 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 one ability that that, that two that the that, 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 that words are hard. The thing where you can't repeat stuff. No, so I don't you'd say I you can't. can't even do words right now. Is what you're saying? Yes, that is accurate. Well, I can't the same words anyway. So yeah, uh, Queen's Court. That was the boss we ended up struggling on for the remainder of our second night of ring. But I, th I feel like we made good progress. I think the lowest we got we got that down to was I want to say forty, like thirty to forty percent. So we're getting there, and I think yeah, it's very, that's awesome. I think it's very much the case at this point. I feel like towards the end we were doing okay with it. I think at this point, it's just um, we just need to gear up a little bit more. But I think that's very much within our grasp. Well, in the next week or two. Then we can look at Zequel and Queen Azara. Zequel. That's a that's a funny name. I'm gonna picture the <laughs> the boss Dayquil to me now. That's what I'm gonna call it. I don't, I don't I like know it. what it looks Good. like. <laughs> but yeah, I mean that that was the majority of my wow time the past week. I did some I did some questing between Najatar and Mechagon, but I've, I haven't been making as much progress as I'd like to, similar to you. Um, a good a good reason, for, uh, part of that is just because I can't make up my mind which one I want to do more. Like, I'm having fun in Nazitar, there's a lot of stuff there to do. Uh, and, and, and I want to get all that done. It's Content there is a lot of fun. I'm enjoying the little follower missions for some reason. Like, they're, they're no different than normal world quests. But it's another bar to fill up, and for some reason I'm finding that engaging. Like I have no reason for for liking that. It's all just world quest at the end of the day. But is it because of that sense of accomplishment and the fact that it's not a very big bar? Like it doesn't take I mean, too much to fill it up. Like it doesn't. Yeah. Like I know for me, I like those because I get more of a sense of accomplishment because it happens more quickly. Because yeah. it doesn't take too much grinding to fill up that bar. And and it just shows up like I don't have to go into another tab to look at it, right? Uh, that that might be it. But Mechagon, I mean, I'm I'm still approaching Mechagon as an area that I'm going to going to explore organically and not dig into the guides to figure out where to go. So I'm still having fun doing that and just exploring and finding the different little tidbits there. 
I'm gonna be real. Probably in a week or two, I'm gonna put we're gonna put in the handy notes Mechagon mod. Think, yeah. I think, I think after a month, I'm good. With our, I think after a month, I'm good with organic discovery. I just want to get it all done, or I know where <laughs> stuff is. I'll give it a shot at the very least, right? Because yeah, like my my progress in Mechagon is definitely not as good as it could be seeing all these people with like like finding all these rares and schematics and all that it was pointed out to me uh last week that some of the that some of the scrap parts that you pick up can be turned into a trinket oh yeah there's somebody that uh sells one sells sells blueprints for it outside of the mechagon entrance it's do the dungeon entrance Use it and, and use it on the big guy to start crafting it, and like you, it, like the depending on what rep you have, the trinket can be four up to four thirty, which is which is not insignificant. Like I would very much like a four thirty trinket. So so now that somebody's told me, I'm just gonna go do that. That's that's kind of like discovering it organically, right? Yeah, word of, word of mouth, that's a thing. Word of mouth is organic, excellent. Yeah, I All like right. it. I'll do that then. Give me a 4.30 trinket for raid tomorrow, or on Wednesday. Or 4.20, whatever. Like she got a 4.20. So, yeah. I'll, I'll get a trinket of some description. I'll be okay with that. Um, But yeah, uh, that, was, that was my week. Uh, pretty eventful. Uh... But that, that's that's the way it is when you got new content, right? Yes. Um, Medros, uh, how was how was your week in WoW? My week in WoW wasn't too bad. I just did very basic stuff, though, as I seem to do fairly often these days. Um, just did mission tables. I did some uh, some questing over in Najatar. I think I've done a total of three world quests over there. Mostly I've just been doing the quests that come out of the base. Um, I did a couple of days of Mechagon last week or so, but I must be missing something. Like, is there no world quests over there? Like, I was expecting world quests over there, and I've not seen a single world quest. So I don't know if I'm like not advanced enough in the quests seen there, out there, or if it's just follow the quest and it'll get you to where you need to be. I mean, there are daily quests. There's so many daily quests. But there's no world quests. Uh, hmm. I feel like the answer is no, since no, since you can't seem to remember it. Possibly. Well, that's not a helpful answer, sir. That's not helpful at all. Well, like I said, like, I, I'm doing a not good job at advancing in either in either quest hub because I'm continuously changing my mind about what I want to do. Unlike Frasley, who has seemed to have decided that Najatar is his preferred zone, I have not figured out what zone I like questing in. So I'm just going to keep hopping between and seeing what, what tickles my fancy each time I try to do it. Yeah, um... I've got friendly with both uh, the factions... But it's slow going, because, again, I'm not doing world quests for the most part. I'm just doing the quests that come out of the bases when I do them. 
and I've not been back over to Mechagon in probably four or five days at least. I just, I don't have a lot of desire to be over there, I guess. But overall, I mean, I'm, I'm not doing as badly as I expected to, and the content is pulling me in a little bit. Like, I, I finally hit level three with my, uh, my chosen follower bodyguard person, and that's pretty cool, and I got some pretty interesting quests. The quests that you do out there are pretty interesting, but there's a lot of places that, like, I got stuck four times yesterday in that, in that, on Ajitar. And there are absolutely places where if you actually go into them, you absolutely will have to hearth out. There's no way out of them. I even, I, I even had a priest try and the, the pull you, pull to you thing. And, yeah. And it didn't work. Weird. Yeah. Because they, oh, I, yeah, it just it was line of sight problems, I guess probably. But. So I just looked it up. There are no world on. It's a return back to the daily quest. Well, that is unfortunate. Yeah, I mean you just gotta go back every day and do it. I mean it's gonna make that grind. Uh, I mean I don't necessarily I don't necessarily think it's gonna make the grind longer. I mean you're still limited to how many world quests you can do a day anyway. Mm -hmm. It just, but I mean, right now all I'm doing is world quests over there. Like I'm not doing anything else on Kulturas or or Zandalar. So world quests over there being in Nazareth, right? Right. Yeah. Like I'm only quite doing world quests there, and if I have time, I go to Mechagon. Yeah. But it's not a priority yeah. at this point. I'll fly when I can. When I fly, is I'm not super rushed for it. So. I'm, yeah, I, I'm, I'm very much approaching it the same way. Although I do really want the mechanical parent. It does look good. I get it. You, you just want to be a robot, though. <laughs> yes, that would be amazing. <laughs> Isn't the parrot supposed to have the, par the parrot on the shoulder, though? Not, like, ride the parrot? Why not both? Exactly. Fair enough. Or have it, like, fly and, like, follow you and stuff? Why not all three? Yes. Pirate on, parrot on the shoulder. Parrot flying You can actually you. do that. You can do that. Yeah, I know you can. That's why I said it. Yeah. <laughs> so for a while, I'm going to have a crab army. And then I'll I'll switch it sometimes and have my pirate army. So you'll have, you'll my, have a cra my parrot army. Crab, crab army on the ground. Parrot army in the sky. Yes. Ah, uh, it's so good. There you go. <sighs> All right. <laughs> hey, Madros, some people have their aesthetics and enjoy sticking to them. I totally I like, get that. I like to enjoy things. Let me enjoy things. Yeah. It's almost as if the person named Pirate Queen Alley in our Discord really likes <laughs> You know, I think you might have a point there. <laughs> friend. You might have a point. Yeah, uh, otherwise I really haven't done a lot of stuff in WoW. I haven't really done any raiding. I haven't done any dungeoning. Just uh, enjoying the, the content as best I can. And when I have energy to do so. And I'm good with that. I'm just fine with that. But let us talk about our first sponsor. 
So our newest sponsor is Funko. You, if you haven't heard of them by name, you've definitely seen their products. They make collectible vinyl figures from a bunch of Blizzard universes, from Warcraft, Overwatch, Heroes to Diablo, and even more from outside the Blizzardverse, like Firefly, Star Trek, and, of course, Doctor Who. Now, I'd like to highlight a Funko Pop each week, and this week's Funko is one that I, I've been looking forward to, this Funko coming out for a very long time. It, it's, it's one that... I knew they'd do eventually, somehow, some way, and I'm glad they chose this way. And it is the Thirteenth Doctor. Ooh, I like it. That's that's good. All it did was remind me that I haven't watched Doctor Who in a while. Ooh. You're still on Twelfth Doctor, aren't you? Eleventh. <laughs> Whoa! Wow! Yeah, you're, you're behind. Man. I watched that. Uh, that's that's been a while, buddy. <laughs> I watched the regeneration episode two twelve, but that that yeah, it's been a while. You do know that you're one of the f- people who got me into Doctor Who, right? Yep. Alrighty then. I I don't know what else to say to that then, but yes. Uh, so the Thirteenth Doctor, uh, played by Jodie Whittaker, is our Funko Pop of the week. It is from. It, the episode where she makes her her sonic screwdriver in in the first her her first season as the doctor, and I really like the episode. I really like the scene. It very much speaks to some of the best moments of the of the season. Uh, and I always felt it weird that the doctor had a new sonic screwdriver, but never actually showed us showed making it or or what the process of going into it was. And I really enjoyed the, that that part of this season so definitely check it out if you if you don't like doctor who there's lots of other stuff there's star wars sherlock game of thrones we've talked lots of game of thrones taking a break from game of thrones for a while because too much game of thrones but yes this is one of the ones that was announced ahead of san diego comic-con and i definitely recommend checking this out if you want to check out this Funko and many others, you can go to bit.ly slash Funko ATA. You can check out their online shop and use Shop 10 to save 10% on your entire purchase. That's bit.ly slash Funko ATA and use Shop 10 to save 10%. And I want to thank Funko for their support of the show. Alright, so what's up with this week in Dungeon Fables? This week in Dungeon Fables, it's the week where Allie did not sleep. <laughs> so we did Black Temple, which is very large and has a good amount of lore with it. And it was a lot of fun. But with it being a raid episode, I definitely wanted to, you know, take my time, make sure I got all the information. You know, I didn't realize, for example, how many people throughout the course of history with Black Temple, like how many different people were rulers over Black Temple besides like a couple of the obvious ones. So it was fun to go through all that. But between the overtime with work and everything, I didn't get to record until Friday night. And then I had to start doing some editing Friday night, started falling asleep my computer. <laughs> and then the rest is history where I don't sleep to get editing done. But, uh, I think it turned out okay, and it was a lot of fun to explore all of that, and uh, it was good times because Illidan and Black Temple. Do you should get more sleep this week, though? That'd be good. I'm going to. It's going to be amazing. <laughs> no, I'm actually. 
I might switch up my uh, recording schedule and notes, you know, show prep schedule once I get done with Burning Crusade and Into Wrath and hopefully better organize myself and my life and be able to do things more efficiently, if you will. So we're going to we're going to try some things. Organization's a good thing. Yes. I mean, I'm organized, but I just could be more efficient, I think. So we're going to try that well i look forward to seeing how that works out <laughs> me too <laughs> but yeah uh black temple it was a little fun episode good times cool lots of voice clips <laughs> i imagine so there's lots of really shitty voice clips from that uh, raid yes all right well what's come up this week in wow well this week in wow we have the release of the eternal palace on mythic and Elevar Wing 1. So if you haven't had a chance to dip your toes in, this week is the week to start. We also have the amazing Wrath Time Walking, July 16th through July 22nd, which also means you can do Ulduar in Time Walking, if you so wish. And the PvP Brawl this week, the 16th to the 22nd, is Classic Ashran. So the world first mythic race begins this week, is what you're saying. Yes. A lot of, lot, a lot of Gildar beat on Heroic. <laughs> so I'm really curious to see how the Mythic race pans out. Did you see the name for the guild who did World First Heroic? It was like, it was like Strawberry Puppies or something like that. Uh, what was the name? It was such a good name, too. Uh, heroic World First. Yeah. Damn it. Discord function? You're failing me. Yeah, strawberry puppies. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> strawberry puppy kisses. There you go, the kisses part. I forgot that part. Can't forget yeah, that's, the kiss part. <laughs> that's awesome. I mean, it's always fun to see a new group entering the race. But yeah. uh, that's a pretty amazing name. You know, you've got Method and Limit and Paragon and Strawberry Puppy Kisses. <laughs> you know, there was a time when I thought maybe Heroes of Lordaeron could be in that list of names of guilds trying for World First. That never ever happened. <laughs> and it never will. Yeah, it probably never will. <laughs> but I'd hope so one, one day, one day long ago. I mean, the Strawberry Puppy Kisses, that's a fantastic name and all, but like. It's no left shark, yes. <laughs> or big dumb guild. Yes. Like those are fantastic guild names. And they were they, those <laughs> those two are always in my heart when the when the Mythic World first race starts. Like I want I want you to do I want one of you to do it. Please just one of you to do it. Just so I can see so I, so I can see the article that inevitably pops up on my phone now. Every time, every time a Mythic World First happens, insert guild name here, World First, Big Bad 3 of this expansion. You know, <laughs> there, there clearly used to be a Baby Shark guild. There probably no. is, let's be fair. There probably is. But they'd even the World there... First, so that everybody can remind it every time they're talking World First. Oh, dear Lord. Baby Shark. How about no? Do you hate Just... people? <laughs> Sometimes, sometimes. 
my goodness. Shall we move on to some hot fixes? Sure, let's talk about that. So there's some hot fixes. Ta-da! <laughs> so we obviously aren't going to go over the entire list, but a couple of the main ones we point want to point out is... Well, one of them being, since we were just talking about the raid, is that there was a bug that prevented players from entering the instance if they had not finished a particular quest line. Yes, that's a notable thing you want to fix, is the ability to enter the raid that you just launched. Yes, yes. So that has been fixed. <laughs> Which, um, that's a good thing to fix. I mean, unless it was, like, purposeful and they wanted that to be, you know, the attunement that you do. But they haven't really utilized attunements like that in a very long time. So I'm glad they fixed that bug, because that's a silly bug. Yes, that is a yeah. very unfortunate <laughs> issue because, yeah, you want people to really get into your raid that you just launched. Unless, of course, yeah. you're, you're tuning it, and then at that point you understand. But, yeah, it's been, like you said, it's been a long time since we've had attunements for raids. Yeah. Thank God. Another big one is there has been some complaints about the Nashatar followers. And if you are a classic stealths, they uh, either don't stealth with you or they can still just generate threat unintentionally. So that has also been fixed. So I know many rogues that will be very happy about that. Don't forget the, don't forget the kitty druids. And the yeah. kitty druids. That's true. Yeah, they'll, you know, don't want to make the cats angry. No, they'll scratch you up. And there's a couple other little ones here and there for the raid, but if you would like to go look those up, if you're interested, you're obviously many, many places you can do that, like Wowhead, MMO Champion, that kind of thing. Heroic Warfronts, because that just came out recently, they fixed an issue where some players weren't actually getting credit for killing your last enemy commander to actually complete the, the quest for the Warfront. It actually looks like it's alliance side that was happening on, according to this, but that's been fixed. So, you know that actually reminds me of something. Hmm. And I and I I'm hesitant to actually mention this for fear of retribution from a particular co-host from the other show. But I'll say it anyway because it did happen and I can't hide it. When did you do the Dark Shore Warfront? Queued up, went and did it, got out, and realized I forgot to get the quest. <laughs> oh, freaking rip on. Yeah. Didn't do it on any other characters. I was just like, oh, I'm done. I'm, I'm done. I'm... Ouch. So you didn't pick up the quest? Yes, that, that is what I'm saying, sir. I did not pick up the quest. <laughs> You know you're not going to let that down now, right? You, you know As that? I said, there is somebody in this in my, in my co-host <laughs> roster who is not going to let me forget this, yes. Okay, so I'm going to go to my recurring notes for the show. Mention weekly to pick up quest for Warfront killing of things. All right. See, here's the problem, though. I don't plan to do things. that again. I don't plan to do that Warfront again, so it's not really a relevant thing. No, I'm still going to mention it. But don't right, you want to get badges? Did you get the mount yet? I did get the mount, and I've got okay. uh, a ring on almost all my characters that are characters. 
That means there is no reason. Come on. Do it one more time. Do it one more <laughs> time. But I don't need to do it on that character because the ring's not BOA. If, if, the, if the ring was BOA, I would still do it because I probably have close to 300 on a couple of characters. But I can also just do rep stuff for that. Deleting that note now. <laughs> well, no while, you're, while you're doing that, let's talk about Mechagon, shall we? All right, yeah. So Mechagon, um, that's the new mythic only currently, anyway, Mega Dungeon. Sorry, Mega, Mega Dungeon. dungeon. <laughs> um, introduced in 8.2, and that also became available this week along with Eternal Palace. Now, one thing that may have <clears throat> been forgotten about by some people in all the 8.2 hubbub is that Mechagon has a bunch of triggerable hard modes. So similar to Ulduar back in the day, if you choose to choose, you can make the dungeon harder for added reward. So um, there are a couple of ways you can do you can go about doing that. Um, the first one, as I we I believe we talked about before, was uh, in in take, tackling the HK8 aerial oppression unit. Now, normally the the intent is that you skirt around that boss, uh, whatever boss that 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 aerial unit is hovering around, and, and wait until you kill the other ones, so that the aerial oppression unit will move to wherever you just killed. Uh, one way to trigger the hard mode is to just tackle the boss where the HK8 unit is so there's that'll cause you to have to deal with all all of the um, cause you to deal with a bunch of different abilities that the aerial oppression unit will throw down and uh, yeah it's it doesn't sound like fun oh it sounds like fun but like it sounds difficult to deal with which you know may or may not be fun uh, <laughs> some people will enjoy that uh, yeah, I agree with the original statement. That's not fun. Sorry. Another thing um, that you can do to trigger the hard mode is after defeating the first three bosses while HK8 aerial oppression unit is above it, you'll then be able to actually fight the oppression unit. So, assuming that you tackled all three eight bosses with the oppression unit above there, um, one of the one of the ads is going to be replaced instead of the Tank Buster MK1 robot. You'll be you'll be fighting a Tank Buster MK2, which is which hits a lot harder, and also uses a new ability which adds stacking thing during the fight that you got to deal with. Again, you know more shenanigans. After you defeat the oppression unit. You continue through the dungeon until you get to Kujo, or sorry, KUJ0. <laughs> Kujo. Yeah. Kujo. Yeah. Um, there's a clickable pile of robo waste on the ground that you have to click on before you engage the boss, which will, it, it doesn't do much. It just adds a, it adds something called noxious stench. So. <laughs> Nox the the, the tooltip reads noxious fumes from Kujo's waste products debilitate his enemies, slowing movement by five percent. This effect stack. Blizzard and their poop quests. Yeah, now it's a poop mechanic. 
It's not going to cost anymore. It's a poop mechanic. <laughs> and there's one final bit there. The final, uh, and of course, that's with King Mechagon. There is a small red button on a pedestal that must be clicked before the encounter. So it's, oh, what was it, Boston Uldor? Memoron. Again, we just click the red button. I, I haven't actually done Mechagon yet, so I'm just imagining it as it having another tooltip telling you not to press the button. So clicking that will enable the hard mode. Dev. So apparently clicking well, clicking the button will add a robot to the fight that does nothing but deplete its own energy bar from 100 to 0. Once it reaches 0 energy, the party will instantly wipe. So, so that's a thing. Uh, to counter this, there are four panels around the room that will activate when the robot reaches a certain amount of energy. Uh, the panels will show a random color. Uh, random color and icon in random order. And you'll have to activate you have to activate um, some, some things in, a, in that sequence to counter it. Which yay. Like going through this with a pug is gonna be fun. Oof. That's that's when you get friends and guildies and not do it with a pug. Yeah. But yeah, so that that's that's the Mechagon hard mode. Uh, upon completing Mechagon hard mode, you're gonna receive a couple things. You're gonna keep get it you're gonna get the Keep DPSing and nobody explodes achievement. I love that name so much. <laughs> it's it's a it's a reference to um, a game. Keep talking and nobody explodes. Um, basically, that game is fun. It's, you got like a either a real life you got a real life instruction manual, and somebody's just looking at like this explosive device, and you're and the person. It's one person's job to explain what they're looking at on the explosive device, and it's the other person's job to talk them through how to disarm it. And the idea is that each player cannot see what the other person is dealing with. A lot Ooh. of communication. There's a, there's a bunch of good streams on it. I suggest watching it. I think it's hilarious. Anyway, so that you'll get that achievement. There's a secondary achievement where you'll get the Hertz Locker achievement if you complete hard mode without dying. You'll also gain a vision of perfection at uh, the rank 4 version. Another thing that, you, that you'll receive is the Aerial Unit R21X. That is the flying Mechagon mount. And it's going to be awarded to a random player in the group. You're also going to receive an additional 430 Azrite Armor Helm slot item that's rewarded to a random Kind of, kind of sucky that the uh, aerial unit is rewarded to a random person, but like also that's just replayability thing again, which you know, right? It's an MMO, they have yeah. to have some of that. Yeah, I want it. it I, I want the poor man's Mim's head because it looks fantastic. Uh, but you know, it's also worth pointing out that, uh, that. The aerial units will drop um, has the possibility of dropping another mount regardless of whether or not you tackle it on hard mode because I did see people complaining that the aerial that the flying mount version is only available on hard mode 
well, yeah, they got to incentivize it somehow, first of all. But, you know, they're not going to leave us all out to dry and get the spider tank thing, Mechagon on Peacekeeper, possibly from the oppression unit. So, getting at least two mounts from Mechagon. But yeah, that's that's the that's the Ulduar style hard mode trigger. I'm I I, I actually really like that. I I'm looking forward to attempting it. I'm not sure whether or not I'll be successful. I'm looking forward to attempting. Um, Medros, I, I already know that you're not going to. Ali, um, are, is that something that you're think gonna think about doing? Eventually. Yeah. I I know my guildies went in twice this past week and both times unfortunately I was busy editing and stuff so I missed it but hearing from them the run itself right now is pretty challenging until you actually start learning the fights and stuff more so once we have the fights down and you know get geared up a little more I could see us doing some hormone stuff on this and maybe getting through it you know, towards the end of the expansion, maybe. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I, I definitely, I definitely think at some point I'll be doing that. I want, I want that flying mount. The flying mount looks so cool. Yeah, it does. You are correct. I'm not doing it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, how about we? You're not going to go do a dungeon. Out of time. Too busy. <laughs> Writing a show now. Just, I don't have the time anymore. Okay, how about we talk about something that you probably will do? <clears throat> I think you mean something I'm already doing? Well, yeah, that too. Alright, so... We now have the return of the bodyguards in World of Warcraft. <clears throat> now, we had these back in Legion? Or was it Warlords? I can't remember which one it was. But basically... When you go to Nazartar, you can recruit a follower. You choose a new one each day, and you level them up. And you gain experience with them by doing quests for that follower on your map. And you can rank these up to rank 20. Now, if you rank up with Neri Sharpfin for the Horde or Hunter Akana for the Alliance, and reach level 20 with them, or rank 20, sorry, they will give you a quest. For the Horde, it's called Good Girl, and for the Alliance, it's called Wild Tame. And when you do this, it will give you a mount. For the Alliance, it is the Deep Coral Snapdragon, and for the Horde, it's the Snapdragon Kelpstalker. And, of course, unlocking it for one faction will unlock it for the other faction as well. Now, uh, if you are working on different uh, followers uh, for uh, Vim Brineheart on the Horde side and Farseer Ori on the Alliance side, uh, you will get uh, Toy, Book of the Unshackled for the Horde, and the Carved and Cohen Charm for the Alliance. And for Pwn, Grillback, and Bladesman Inawari, uh, the reward for that is a companion, a Lustrous Glimmer, Lustrous Glimmer Shell for the Horde, and Brilliant Glimmer Shell, which is, I believe, a crab, it looks like, uh, for the Alliance. 
Um, I think it's really cool. And some of these quests are actually pretty interesting. It's just a matter of whether that's a uh, functionality that you enjoy. Um, there are other things you can find around the zone and that will raise your experience with them as well. And that is eel fillets, fathom ray wings, giant crab legs, and reef walker bark. Um, if you get the ancient reef walker bark or the naga deployment orders, those are even higher rep gains with the respective follower. And the unusually wise hermit crab um, will give you an even higher amount of, of rep. Um, and it looks like, and look like the, the unusually wise Herbert crab is actually something you can purchase from Merle, which is the, one of the Merlocks you can f unlock for your, um, your, your base there. Um, I think it's really cool that, that you're, you're leveling these characters up. I don't feel like they're getting stronger as, as fighters as you rank them up. But I think it's a really interesting functionality, and I did enjoy this back when it was first released in the in a previous expansion. This, this functionality, and I'm glad they brought it back. And I hope that it's not like it. it, it I feel like it's taking about two days for each rank, and I don't know that I. I don't know that I have forty to fifty days worth of patience, <laughs> to be honest, um, because. I, I don't know that I'll do much in Najatar after I hit Revered with the faction. What do you guys think? I think I have 40 days for the for the Snapdragon mount. <laughs> if I don't, I will make 40 days happen. Because <laughs> that, that's a good looking mount. You think so? Yeah. Hmm. It's really gross. And you know, you know me with gross mounts. I like, I like the gross mount. Yeah, I guess. But the, the the blood tick thing, the weird bugs, the spider. I love them all. Want them in my life. I regret not getting the frog mount because I don't have the gold for it anymore. It looks so good in Azhatar. I love it so much. I know. I might <laughs> honestly I've been thinking about sucking it up and just getting tokens. I, I have the gold for it. Yeah, I know you do. I'm like, I'm like 20,000 gold. It'd be really cool if you were in my room. It would be. <sighs> I like the system. I think, I mean, the mounts are pretty cool. And I'll get them eventually. And obviously I'm going to have to get the crab because, you know, I'm going to get a crab army. But <laughs> I think in general, um, I'm really enjoying the system with the followers and the various ways to get rep. I think adding that variety of how to get rep makes it feel less grindy, which is very wise on them. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Um, adding that variety, trying turn to prevent the... Like, at the end of the day, it's still a grind, but giving giving us different venues going to make it feel less grindy? Maybe? I don't know, we'll see. In theory, it's gonna it's gonna give less. It's gonna feel like less like grind. All right, let's talk about something else, shall we? Yes, yes. So we're gonna actually not say a whole lot about this. 
But if you don't know, since we have a new raid, we also have a new cinematic at the end of that raid. We're not going to go to we're not going to go into details here because it's definitely seen as spoilers by some. Some don't think it's the biggest spoilers. Some already have predicted things. Some say that it's minor spoilers, but you enjoy the cinematic more if you see it in context after doing the fight. I know for me personally, I like to see it naturally. So when I first beat that last boss, like that's when I want to see the cinematic and I work really hard to make sure that's how I see the cinematic. But if you are the type that you want to know now or you don't care about the spoilers or whatever it may be, it's on YouTube. It's on... MMO champion, I'm sure it's on Wowhead. So what it's you're saying is I can't talk about... Hmm. I can't, I can't talk about anything no. about it? No. Why not? It's spoilers. We don't do spoilers on this show. <sighs> after, like, after Wing 4 comes out and people have a chance to see it, may maybe then it's probably fair game. But I have opinions. I'm sure you do. You're the one who's, who enforces the spoiler thing. That's your role there, buddy. <laughs> I'm simply going to say I'm disappointed by it. That's all I'm going to say. I, you know, I've heard a wide range. I've heard some people say that they predicted it. I heard some people say that it was really good and they loved it. I've heard some, you know, be a little shocked. And I've heard some say they're a little disappointed for various reasons. Like I said, I haven't seen it yet. So I personally don't know. But I'm... I'm trying to be strong and not spoil it until I see it naturally. <laughs> yeah, I watched it. I literally watched it on Twitch when it happened. I I I had no willpower at all. I, I strong saw willpower, some, willpower. I saw somebody tweeting it's happening, so I immediately went to Twitch, looked up the World of Warcraft stream with the most viewers. <laughs> And yep, yep, there it is. Like, oh, okay. And then somebody helpfully clipped it, so I didn't have to wait for it to show up on YouTube. Also, if you are avoiding spoilers, don't read comments about it. Yeah. Because sometimes, actually, it's the internet. All the times, <laughs> the spoilers will be right in the comments. So yep. just putting it out there that that is an option to go see the cinematic elsewhere if you don't feel like reading or you don't care about spoilers, you can go watch it. All right, well, let's take us some trash, shall we? All right, so... Um, with the opening of Operation Mechagon, there's a bunch of weird stuff going on. One of the things is interesting. There's there's an item called Trash, Man, Trash, Trash Master's Mantle from Kujo. When you equip that cloak, you gain a title called the trash man now um it appears as though the title is temporary based on you equipping that but there is a way for you to get it permanently um so uh one of the things you need to do is obviously first you need to actually get that cloak from kujo so you'll have to complete the sixth dungeon in mechagon and then you're going to have to find Yanni or Jenny. Yanni? Raptor. Yanni. 
Raptor, Raptor Garbage God. <laughs> he has to find the Raptor Garbage God at any of his shrines in Zulbazar. And complete the quest. I am the Trash Master. Uh, once you have completed that, you're, you're going to gain something called the Richly Appointed Drape, which is another cloak. As well as the permanent version of the trash master. So if, if you if you really want to be a trash master, which honestly I'm gonna chase that one because that's an amazing. You want to be a trash master? That's an amazing title. I love <laughs> it. It's pretty cool. I love those stupid titles. That that stupidly long title from Blackwing. I I always get the Blackwing dungeons mixed up. Is that one the one from Cataclysm? Blackwing. It was the Descent? raid. Yeah, but from the the the, the incompetent minions. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. This the Slayer, Slayer of stupid, incompetent, incompetent minions. And disappointing minions. Yeah, yes. that one. <laughs> I like the stupid titles, and like yeah. I wish there was a way for that for the long one to be permanent. But because that's not, I'm just gonna opt for Trash Master. <laughs> I want. And, and we get to and we get to hang out with the garbage raptor god. He's pretty fun. I like him. Yeah, yeah. This is really cool. Like from from what I'm understanding is that people are consistently discovering these little details about things you can do through Mechagon, mm-hmm. at the dungeon and the zone, and I think it's really fun. Yeah. Um yeah, the, the, what I like about it is there's not necessarily all those breadcrumbs. You just gotta kind of find it. This this trash master thing, I would have had no idea because I from the looks of it, you don't actually get a quest when you pick it up. You have to you'll just have you just have to happen to have that you just have to ha- you just have to have yeah, have to happen to have that cloak equip. And also interact with the trash pile. You don't if you don't do either one of those things, you're not gonna get the quest. So Yes, give me Trash Master title. So are it. you are you planning to do after the junkyard title? Junkyard title? Yeah, junkyard. Like it's just junkyard? Is 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 it is the title just junkyard? Because that's amazing. As uh, is junkyard and then your name, so junkyard toasty posty can. As in junkyard it. Medros, junkyard Alley. I want it. I want that one too. I will just I will just alternate between Trash Master and Junkyard. And I really like, thought that No Good Dirty Rotten Candy Stealer was a pretty pretty good title too. That was pretty fun. <laughs> like Battle Lord Baloran is a great title and all that, but that's that's Legion. I don't care about it anymore. Give me the funny give me the funny garbage titles. And these are literally funny garbage titles, so I guess give them to me. Alright then. So uh, let's talk about our second sponsor, shall we? Sure. Um, so our second sponsor, as usual, are the great folks over at Audible. You can get a free audiobook download at bit.ly slash atabooks2019. That's bit.ly slash atabooks2019. Now over 200,000 titles to choose from for your iPod or MP3 player. 
Uh, today, we're going to take a look at the third book of the Trials of Apollo series, The Burning Maze. Let's have a listen. I refuse to share this part of my story. It was the lowest, most humiliating, most awful week in my 4,000-plus years of life. Tragedy. Disaster. Heartbreak. I will not tell you about it. Why are you still here? Go away! But alas, I suppose I have no choice. Doubtless Zeus expects me to tell you the story as part of my punishment. It's not enough that he turned me, the once divine Apollo, into a mortal teenager, with acne, flab, and the alias Lester Papadopoulos. It's not enough that he sent me on a dangerous quest to liberate five great ancient oracles from a trio of evil Roman emperors. It's not even enough that he enslaved me, his formerly favorite son, to a pushy twelve-year-old demigod named Meg. On top of all that, Zeus wants me to record my shame for posterity. Very well. But I have warned you. In these pages, only suffering awaits. All right, so once again, that was The Trials of Apollo Book 3, The Burning Maze, written by Rick Ryan and narrated by Robbie Damon. You can find that in over 200,000 titles over at bit.ly slash ATA Books 2019. And we thank Audible for their support of the show. So, our question of the week for last week was... Between Nagitar and Mechagon, where are you most enjoying your questing and why? Frasley says, I may have to say I'm enjoying Nagitar a tiny bit more. A bit more variety there, easier to figure out where I'm going and what to do next. But I do love Mechagon too. I'm starting to really enjoy it as I learn more. I love the music. But the important part is that Frasley said he prefers the not gnome zone. <laughs> He's never going to let that down. No. Ever. Your relatives are disappointing you, Frasley. You let them down. <laughs> You've fallen short of their goals. So disappointing. Uh, Zephyrius says, Obviously my favorite is Najatar. The shadow is taking over. Yes. Poikle Sands says, Mechagon. It's not so much the questing, but the cool schematics you find everywhere to upload to Pascal King. I have my X995 Mechanical Cat, and I have found the, color, the paint to color it red so far. I look forward to finding the others and much, much more. I also got to see Chromie again as she had a special quest for us. Uh, I can't wait to mark Mechagon. WookieBH says, I'm focusing on Nashatar and haven't been to Mechagon yet, so I'd say Nashatar. Leah Wilde says, Mechagon for sure. Such a perfect fit for scavenging engineer like Miro the Mechanic. Brawls Wow says, I preferred Nashatar when I just had a glider. I got my jetpack, then I liked Mechagon better. And now with my flying, they are both a blast. I feel like these zones were built for flying, and it actually improves their play. Unamethil says, Mechagon. I keep finding new things every day. It's probably the best max level zone in the history of WoW. Ooh, bold claim. I like it. Hmm, that's, a, that's quite a claim. Hypocrite Sino says, Nazjatar, it has a sense of depth and mystery at every turn. Every time I run through it, I find something I missed last time. Catherine says, 
Mechagon for sure is less structured and the rares are easy to get to. Rep goes much faster, much faster than there. It's just a fun and funny zone. Reclaim, reuse, recycle. Jen the Insane says, As someone who has played mostly Alliance, I thought I would love Mechagon, but Nazitar is amazing, aside from those damn jellyfish. And Graves522 says, Naz is starting to feel a bit repetitive, especially if you're power-loving your one bodyguard. Mechagon is mixed enough, uh, mixed up enough that it's staying more fresh on the day-to-day. -day. Uh, want to buy Mechagon Portal, though. I agree with yeah. that. Yeah, the fight is the fight feels long. Uh, so the question of the week for next week is: How do you feel about the hard modes that can be optionally activated during a raid or dungeon? I'm a big fan of them. Like uh, I was a fan of them in theory when I, when Ulduar was current. I never actually got to experience that, but being able to crank up the difficulty um, after a certain point. Uh, gives it a bit of replayability and uh, presents a bit more of a challenge if you're willing to take it on. Outside of just, you know, inventing another level of difficulty like Mythic Plus Squared to make it even more difficult and just bumping up all the numbers. So, no, yeah, I'm I'm a fan of, fan of optionally activated hard modes. What about you guys? I don't really have an opinion. <laughs> Fair enough. I was I was just waiting to hear what Mendra said. About I know it. it's shocking. It's shocking that I have no opinion on this matter, but I just don't. Oh my goodness, I think it's wonderful, especially in a group like my guild where I love them all dearly, and they're they're true friends. But not every person can handle every mechanic. So it gives us the chance to kind of pick and choose which hard modes we're doing based on, you know, what makes it challenging and what we can actually handle. And, you know, like you were saying, Toasty, as you can, as you level up, you can do more of them. And it is that replayability a bit. And it's that new challenge but I like the idea of being able to pick and choose. Yeah. Yeah. I definitely understand how this could be a better way of doing it over, you know, having a heroic or a mythic, you know, where you can choose as you're going through, as you see how your group is feeling that week, choosing whether you want to do a hard mode um, is not something that I will have ever have an interaction with, but I definitely understand there's a, a, a a level of desire for that so yep you can be like you can be like you can be like this week i just want to blast your mechagon as quick as possible and get my loot and call it a week uh, and the next week you're like you know what i want i want the cool flying mount let's go for a 20 percent chance that i'm actually gonna get it Rip. yeah like you, you you're, you're trying out some new people for your group let's do the easy one this time and we'll, we'll try we'll save the hard stuff for next week kind of thing mm-hmm Oh man, Chris just mentioned this in the chat. I completely forgot about it. I, I completely forgot about OS 3D. That was that was a lot of fun. Yeah, that that was definitely a really good one. Well, I'm looking forward to hearing everybody else's answers. Indeed. Sure. Alright, time for shutouts. And we will choose Allie first. So 
we're gonna we're gonna take a little step in the time machine here way back in the day back in early burning crusade times i totally is... know what you're doing here and i i, I approve <laughs> I, I had a feeling when you asked me that question i'm like i think i know what you're planning <laughs> <laughs> and I and I I will say that I, I'm a little upset that they chose the day of the week that they chose for that. <laughs> it's fine. We can share. <laughs> if there's any any show that I want to lose audience to, it's that. Will one. you let me do my shout out now? <laughs> fine. Go ahead and do your shout out then. Jeez. I had a whole dramatic story planned, man. Go ahead. Please start again. Please, let's take it from the top. <laughs> no, I can't. <laughs> so way back in the day, back in early Burning Crusade times, is when I first started listening to podcasts. And first it was World of Warcast. And I really liked it. So I went back to the beginning of that podcast, you know, episode one, and started listening. And one of those episodes had some guests from a different podcast named Taverncast. And I was like, these guys are freaking hilarious. Let's go listen to their show. And I was hooked immediately. So that was the second podcast I ever listened to. And those two podcasts are a big reason why I am here today and why I am podcasting and why I spent so many years listening to podcasts because I... Uh, I love Taverncast so much, and they have been on hiatus for four years, and we never knew if they were ever coming back. I don't know if they knew if they're going to ever come back. Like, they post little things on Facebook once in a while of, you know, oh, this is a picture of us from back in, like, 2007 or something like that, just to kind of remind us that they're not completely dead, that they still alive, they're still alive, you know? And they started, you know, getting more active lately and, and, and teasing more things. And they are officially coming back. I am so excited. They've been putting out some videos, some teaser videos. And a really big, epic, amazing one went out today that just made my heart explode if with just happiness. <laughs> so shout out to... Everyone over at Taverncast, I am so glad that you guys are coming back, and I can't wait to see what you guys are going to do. And they're coming back, like, with their Warcraft stuff. You know, there was a time that they did just, you know, random geeky stuff, and that was awesome, and I enjoyed it. But I missed their Warcraft days, and so did a lot of people, and, and they're coming back for, for Warcraft stuff, so I'm really excited and giddy about it which is why i'm rambling so i'm gonna stop rambling now but that's my shout out if there's a show that <laughs> fan and toasty would be perfect on tavern cast is it other than the show of course. <laughs> you know i don't drink anymore right i'm certain they don't all drink on the show every time um don't be so sorry about that with a name like tavern cast hey i go to taverns and i have pop they don't. <laughs> no, no. But back in the day, it was like I was totally like Taverncast is it'd be a perfect show for for those two guys because they they both like to drink a lot. Yeah, I remember. Yeah, I remember those days too. <laughs> but yes, uh, 
I very I have very fond memories listening to Tavern Cast. So um, oh, I'm so excited. I, I'm very interested to see how it is. I, I'm curious how many how many of the original cast are going to get get back together. Um, I'm sure that they can't get everybody back together because of distance and such. But I think uh, two of two. Well, there's one guy who joined towards the end. Yeah, I think it's going to be him and Bill and Bryce Eloy. Yeah, like. I remember I when it was like when it was Kern and and all and Karg and yeah when they went back when they did yeah. like great awesome lore bits during the show where they like back when Blizzard still had the story of WoW on their site and they would do a reading right. of some of that like that was great I love that that was, and honestly that was part of the motivation of my like Kern's voice yes. narrating voice that she does that is like what I aim for when I do my narrating of the adventure guide. And, so, and as a former yeah. listener of that show, I absolutely hear that every time. <laughs> yeah. I'm really excited they're coming back. <laughs> if you uh, couldn't tell. Yeah. I don't often say go listen to other podcasts. When you're done listening to this episode, feel free to go check out Taverncast. They're really awesome. And I'm really entertained that they still have the Taverncast Twitter account after all this time. Well, and they're finally being active. Like for a while, all these little, like teasers they've been doing—it's all been on Facebook. I was like, "I'm avoiding Facebook like the plague," and you're making me come back. So I'm I'm glad they're doing Twitter too. Did, did you like their their redacted uh, show notes? <laughs> that was awesome. <laughs> I read it like three times. <laughs> did you see the video from today? I have not that seen it today. Was... I meant to look oh. for, look for it after work, but I I completely forgot to. Uh, but I definitely will be listening to it after the after the show. So when you do, you'll, you'll see why I'm as giddy as I am about it. It was right. so good. Yeah, I, and I and I say I still follow several of the people who were on the show at different points in time, like Azros. Uh, he's not he now mm-hmm. works. I think he works on Marvel, a Marvel game, uh, the Marvel uh, uh, MMO, um, and a few other people that that from from that show from back in the day. So um, yeah, definitely. Double check out Tavercast uh, when when you have a chance. It's it's even their archives, like their archives are gold. Like yeah, go their go, bloopers are amazing. Go listen from episode one. It is worth it. All right, Toasty, uh, I'm gonna come back with my show, my shout out as well because if you hadn't gotten it, I was pretty sure I knew Ali. I'm pretty sure you I knew you were gonna do it, <laughs> especially with the question you asked me. Is it okay if I use my shout out to put to one other show? I'm like. You are totally doing this. You are totally doing this, and I'm not am. happy because that was going to be mine. But I will take yours, and I'll. I'll we, we rambled enough about it, so it's now counts as two sh- two shoutouts. So how about you, Toasty? Uh, I'm going to shout out somebody on another podcast. All right. Uh, so this is a promote other, other podcast episode of ATA. Uh, I'm going to shout out um, Bell from Podcast because um, the DitchCon just got funded. Oh, it did. Yeah. That's awesome. It was, I was worried about that. That's awesome. It was looking really rough for a little bit there, but I think somebody came in this past weekend and and, and threw a bunch of money at the problem. But that yeah, awesome. it's it's all funded. So Digicon is happening again this year. I have a, I've had a lot of fun with it the past couple of years, and I'm looking forward to going again. BlizzCon's uh, I love it so much. All the all the all the community events. That's probably the money. I will sadly not be at DitchCon this year or anything else at Anaheim because I'm not going to be there. Uh, I'll, how about I, I'll, 
Well, you're not on Instagram. <laughs> Is I can Twitter live a thing? I'll just Twitter live it. Is that a thing? Uh, uh, let me let me check. I will refer to my my Twitter app because I actually use the default like the the, the Twitter app by Twitter. Uh, oh yeah, there there is a go live button. Are you gonna go live? At, are we gonna go live at BlizzCon? I mean, we could. We totally should. Actually, yeah. Um, we'll, we'll talk about that after the show. But like, I, 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 I but I'm just now thinking of, of ideas here. I like it. It's good. All right. Well, yeah. We'll we'll, we'll talk about this at some point. Okay. <laughs> anyway, yeah. Shout out to Bell. Game for Ditchcon. So let's talk about our show now. How instead of talking about other shows for now for a bit. All right. Yeah. Sure. All right. If you'd like to reach us by voicemail. Call one seven eight five ATA WOW five or one seven eight five two eight two nine six nine five. You can send emails to show at allthingsazeroth.com. If you like what we do here, check out our Patreon at patreon.com slash allthingsaz. Join our battlenet group at bit.ly slash bnet ATA and our Discord at bit.ly slash ATA Discord which is where we record every Monday night at 8 p.m. Central. You can find us on Twitter at AllThingsAZ, at Medros, at Fandeth, at ToastyPostyCan, at AliandrasK, and at Dawnforge. And please check out the other shows from Dawnforge Productions, including Group Quest, Shattered Soulstone, More Than Megapixels, and Across the Hooniverse. And we'll be back next week. In the meantime, take care, happy hunting, and we'll see you on the other side of... The world first beginning. Okay, that's it. All right. <laughs> that's it. Sorry. This podcast brought to you by Dawn Forge Productions, copyright 2019. Get more at thedawnforge.com.